That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. You're listening to Stand Up, Speak Up, a podcast dedicated to shedding some light on social issues that usually get swept under the rug. I'm your host, Carla Stevens-Tolstoy, and this podcast is brought to you by Wearable Therapy by Toki. This is an episode, part of a series about human trafficking, and today's topic is the John, so the person that actually buys sex. first time I was with a prostitute. I'm not sure how I ended up there. I know I was upset and drunk. My wife and I had just fought and I needed to get out. I had a few drinks at the bar, then a few more. Then the next thing I knew, I was in some cheap motel room with some woman who charged me $150. She was okay. The sex was okay. But my escape from the real world felt so good. Since then, I've had a lot of other women. Some of them were okay. Some of them were really memorable. All of them were paid for. There's no attachment. It's not like it is with my wife. I don't have to worry about her feelings, or if she feels as good as I do. I can just get off. No complications. I think the women like me. I mean, come on. If you're a prostitute, you must just enjoy having sex. It's not like I hold a gun to their heads. They do what they're good at, and they get paid for it. Besides, it's not like I'm some old geezer who makes them cringe. I'm clean, nice, hell, some might even say I'm good looking. So they want it. They want me. Why should I feel bad about that? This isn't some third world country where the women are tied down to a bed and forced to take it. I don't see any chains. I don't see any signs of abuse. I just see a woman who wants me. Sometimes they look at me with those bedroom eyes and I think they want it more than I do. Maybe they do. They must like sex to be in this line of work. I don't feel guilty. I pay them well. How much do you get paid for an hour of work? They get a lot more than most people. More than some businessmen even. So why should I feel bad? We have sex, I pay her, and I go on with my life. The end. It's just sex, right? like to do when I'm researching a topic. I like to scour the internet and look for forums or support groups or anything that can put me inside of the, the head of the person that I'm investigating or the idea behind the concept, such as human trafficking and what kind of guy pays for sex. And it's interesting when you put in, is it okay to pay for sex? So much different things come up, such as why pay for sex when women love older men? 
another way of paying for sex, but they disguise it as a relationship that just costs a little bit of money. And then there's, of course, Ashley Madison. Don't pay an escort. Have an affair instead. Guaranteed. But I do know that on Ashley Madison, that's where a lot of escorts promote their services. So that's kind of known in the industry. So it's not like you're just meeting other married women that just can't wait to have sex with a guy like whoever the kind of guy that is looking and cruising the internet for quick sex. It kind of gets into the moral and value dilemmas on the church Christian sites, which tells people how wrong it is and and what sinners they are, and and they will go to hell for even thinking of paying for sex. And then there's a group even I went on called Social Anxiety, and this one guy was saying, I don't, I have so much social anxiety, I can't meet a girl to even lose my virginity, and I'm 30. And then it's almost a different conversation. But I'd say in that conversation, most people said, no, 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 don't do it. You'll regret it. It'll just cause you more anxiety. The best is to get to counseling and try to figure out how to have a real relationship. Because if you pay for sex, it'll be filled of, of guilt and, and shame, and it's not great for the healing process. And then you go into forums where they're like, yeah, of course I do that all the time. And you almost wonder, do they really do it all the time? I mean, I think a lot of people say, oh, yeah, yeah, I do it all the time. But I think to actually get in the car, go down the street, or even pick up the phone and call an escort is kind of scary. You know, because you don't really know who's on the other line, and you don't really know when you're going down the streets who you're going to get. big thing that's really recommended is these webcams and dirty talk and and sex talk um, and just doing it through the internet and not actually having any face-to-face. So yes, those women on the webcams are still completely exploited, but you know, maybe at least it's better than going to a real live person. that has to kind of have that experience with you. But I'm sure webcam girls would say that they also feel great shame. So anyways, it was kind of an interesting time on the internet for me, reading just everybody's different views and everybody's different dilemmas as it comes to the question of, is it okay to pay for sex?
before I sign off today, I thought I would leave you with a video that I, I personally found disturbing. However, it has over 2 million views and, and it seems to be very popular and it's really just two guys picking up an escort and talking about her fees and, and what they expect in return and, and she's beautiful. She looks 14, maybe 16, and they seem to not put any value on perhaps how this experience could affect her or they're just really thinking about themselves and and almost treating her like they're doing her a favor, like you're so lucky you met us and we can afford to pay you this kind of money and this job's gonna be so easy for you. And you can tell she's so naive and so innocent. And I just think it's a good video to leave because I think a lot of people would watch this video and kind of laugh or, or chuckle or, or be like, oh, those guys, wow, like kind of slimy, but at the same time, watch it and be entertained. So have a listen, and, and I hope that this podcast helped shed some light on some of the issues and maybe gave you different perspectives, and, and I hope helps to, you know, raise the profile of human trafficking and the awareness, and, and that together we can all make a difference and we can stop this from, from happening to all these girls and, and guys around the world. Just a quick interjection. I'm Zach Tolstoy, one of the founders of Stand Up Speak Up. Our podcast is just one part of the Stand Up Speak Up brand. We are supported by an online store of the same name where we sell a variety of artisan products. We have an ongoing blog series with over a dozen contributors and we offer a series of interactive workshops. Throughout the different iterations of Stand Up Speak Up, our core message and purpose have always been the same. To create a site that allows our customers and us more opportunities to speak up about and support causes, organizations, and groups that we're passionate about and that of course could use additional support. My mother and I have learned about allyship over the years from what feels like a thousand and one places and people. We want to encourage members of this fantastic Stand Up Speak Up community to come along and learn with us. So along with our team, we created this workshop featuring videos, articles, and exercises that have really helped the two of us in our own journey towards allyship. Don't worry, it doesn't cost any money and you don't need to make an account to access the information. We want to make our workshop as accessible as possible because we believe in our message and understand the importance of spreading awareness. The Ally Workshop is split into eight parts, including interactive quizzes and helpful videos. It's intended to introduce you to new skills and courses of action in the world of allyship. The workshop is easy to use and can be done entirely on your cell phone, tablet, or computer at your own pace. With each of the eight sections, taking an average of about 15 minutes or so to complete, or a breezy couple hours on a Sunday afternoon. Okay, well, I'm glad you noticed. Um, we, uh, this is all part of the session. Are you cool with it? Um, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, we just like to videotape it so that we can, uh, you know, always remember it. Yeah, I do think this is going to be very memorable. My boy here just um, just got out of jail, and you know I have to, you know, 
Yep. Treat, treat them good. So Did I saw a hard you. Five and, in the Fed. Yes. I saw you, and I figured it was the definitely the right call. So um, you sound like you're pretty much up for everything based on the phone call. <laughs> You'll take it up the ass? <laughs> oh, you want to do that? You've never done that before? No DP. <laughs> okay. All right, well then, Jordan, why don't you go ahead and tell her what you want. All right. It's um, on me. You know, it's it's been a long time, but pretty much all I want is just some sucking fuck, like three or four positions. And But I, there's this thing, like this big fantasy that I have is like to come on the girl's face. Is that okay? Um, not really. Come on, you're an escort. It doesn't matter. I have restrictions. Restrictions? How can that possibly be a restriction? All right, well, let's start here. How much is it going to cost you? Cost for just three, four positions? Hundred bucks, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> told you she was new. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. Okay, then. For the the session for this plus like the um, camera. Hundred for the camera and nutting on your face. How about five hundred dollars, cash, for the whole deal? You know you can't say no. Cash, five hundred. That's like five nights work for you. <laughs> um, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. If I give you a little like, little sum right now, would you? Like, uh, to believe prostitution is not a profession women pursue because they like the work. I get challenged on this a lot. I know that statement hurts a lot of egos. A lot of men have said to me, I've talked to prostitutes. They love it. Or they just like having sex. They might as well get paid for it. But I'm thinking, hmm, I don't think a little girl wakes up and says, I hope one day I'm going to sell my body for money. Just doesn't seem right. Most prostitutes get into trade because of poverty, drug addiction, fear of violence. They've been so sexually abused in the past that they're cold and indifferent. Many experts argue that female sex workers are not actually the real drivers of prostitution. It survives because the demand is there. Sex with a prostitute is about seeking revenge on women, or it could be about exerting control over them. It can also be about the ease. There's less hassle with the prostitute. People also say that Johns frequently speak about sex as if it's a consumer product. It's just like going to McDonald's to have a burger. Some Johns think women are risky and complicated. They don't always want to deal with what they call female drama. Prostitutes are so much less effort than a girlfriend or a wife could ever be. But why would a man turn to a prostitute? What kind of guy finds a girl attractive who is there because she has to be there? Because she's actually not interested in him or in love. There isn't any commitment. Common as you might think paying for sex may be, new research came out and said that otherwise. Actually, less than 1% of males actually go and seek out paid sex often. Many times it's very situational. 
It's available in front of them. Maybe they want a trip to Vegas or in their hotel for business and it's right in front of them. Whatever the reason, they don't usually go seeking it. The biggest thing is that mostly Johns are just pretty normal people. One study shows there's no certain type of man who goes to prostitutes. Maybe your next door neighbor, your husband, your uncle, your dad, your colleagues, your boss, just normal everyday people. That's why we need to speak up about it. Thanks for listening. This is Carla Stevens Tolstoy with Stand Up, Speak Up, brought to you by Wearable Therapy. Wearable Therapy by Toki is a clothing company dedicated to spreading awareness about social issues through fashion. Our inspiring designs get the conversation started about issues like human trafficking, bullying, homelessness, mental illness, and more. Check out our products at www.wearabletherapytoki.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so feel free to comment or rate us. Thanks for listening. The sound of the wolf that lives in the woods That comes to my back door from time to time Shake the hand of the sun that burns above Reaches down over everyone Got your jackal and heart, your monster inside Pouring water over your fire I incurl us a soul that I need to go Back into the woods I'm told Not a single living thing Needs to be left out You can find in the garden What's missing in yourself There's a spider web That connects heads Connected by the number nine can you think in visions and breathe in rhythms? Dream an ocean over your lips. It brings a deeper meaning, a powerful feeling. Brings us the myths we're told. And it's only clean water that supports the things that we're trying to grow. Not a single living cell needs to be left out. Find in the garden what's missing in yourself Have you seen the way the speaker makes a pattern in the sand When the frequency is just right Oh man, it's really rather rare Size of the suture sends a shiver down my spine. I dream of the country. I dream of the country. Live off the fat of the land. That's a dream that I have. One that my dad had years ago. 
Now he works in the mines I wonder if I could go to the dark side too But not a single living cell inside would buy it You were born in the garden, why try to hide it? Have you seen the way the speaker makes a pattern in the sand? When the frequency is just right, oh man, it's really rather rare. I'm Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.